Welcome to the Oster Show of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcasts. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guest today is Alain Daou from Olayan School of Business, American University of Beirut in Lebanon. He published an article entitled Redefining Boundaries, the Case of Women Angel Investors in a Patriarchal Context. He co-authored this paper with David Talbot from École Nationale d'Administration Publique Québec and Zul Joma from Olayan School of Business too. It has been published online on Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Taylor and Francis. Alain, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Vincent. Can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer? Excellent. So first of all, uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity to discuss this paper, especially that we are recording this podcast today on March 8, which is the International Women's Day. So I'm very happy to be sharing the story of an amazing group of women entrepreneurs that I had the chance to work with. So how this paper came about, if you want, this is really a bottom-up paper. It started from my own experience and observations that I had the chance uh, to see and experiment and document because I thought it was quite interesting to understand. So when I moved to the Olayan School of Business, American University of Beirut in 2016, about six years ago, I got the chance to be invited to the ecosystem events. I went to see lots of entrepreneurs, I got to know them, uh, be part of different competition, incubation, acceleration. And as I was observing the ecosystem, I came to realize that in such a nascent ecosystem like the one in Lebanon and at that time, despite all the economic, financial, even security and infrastructure challenges that the entrepreneurs were facing, a lot of positive and entrepreneurial activity was taking place. One particular initiative caught my attention, which is the Lebanese League for Women in Business, which was a very active network that I had the chance to collaborate with closely. And when they launched a unique initiative, which is the Lebanese Women Angel Fund, whose objective is to be a uh, woman to woman uh, angel va- uh, fund supporting uh, and mentoring and funding uh, young entrepreneurs. I wanted to know more about it. So when I saw this beautiful initiative, I went back to my office and I started looking into the literature to see what do we know about such initiatives in such a context, so a very patriarchal context. And I realized that there was clearly a gap and a very interesting research questions to be tackled. Hence, this led us to try to answer two research questions in this paper. What are the motivations behind a woman-to-woman angel fund? And how such a fund expand institutional space in a patriarchal setting? What are the, the main contributions of your paper? So the objective of this paper is to really understand the motivations and the implications of a woman-to-woman angel fund in such a context. So we had four key findings. First, we show how this initiative is allowing highly qualified women to become angel investors by accessing this space 
and by increasing the number of women angel investors in a typically masculine environment. Second, this initiative is expanding the social network by allowing women to network and to work together. So they are capitalizing on the social network to acquire higher legitimacy and by breaking the belief that women are reluctant in risk finance. A third finding that we have is that we show that on top of the profitability that the angel investors are looking for, so these women want to make money out of these investments, but there are other motives to invest in such an initiative as they want to be actors of change and to give back to younger women entrepreneurs. And finally, and a quite interesting finding, we showed that how such an initiative is bridging the gap by creating a space for young women entrepreneurs to develop and by gaining legitimacy through this space, it's giving these women access to conventional support organization, such as traditional angel investor groups. So uh, in a sense, this paper draws and contributes to several literatures, such as the literature on angel investors, which is understudied, the literature on uh, female entrepreneurship by looking at it from a different angle, the feminist social constructionist approach, which is a uh, key in our uh, theorizing and the institutional theory. So concretely, we respond to different calls to contextualize entrepreneurship. And this is what we do by taking a case study approach and documenting a unique case in a unique context, such as the one in Lebanon. It also contributes to gender lens investing research. So uh, this is one of the few studies uh, we believe that is mobilizing institutional theory to understand how women entrepreneurs in developing countries gain legitimacy. So many studies mobilizing institutional theory focus more on the process of homogenizing practices, while in these studies, uh, we try to provide a better understanding on how an initiative to invest in women entrepreneurship allows women to gain legitimacy and by doing so, gain access to resources that are traditionally and traditionally unavailable to them. And another key contribution is to feminist theories. And in particular, it responds to calls to identifying the impact of role models on young entrepreneurs. And it exposes how social orders are gendered in an angel investment space. What was for you uh, during this process the main theoretical and or methodological challenge in addressing such a question? First of all, from a logistics and methodology perspective, it was hard to chase the respondents uh, and finding a time to meet with them to do the interview. This, is, this uh, sounds a bit simple, simplistic, but it was really tough to find that time to meet with these angel investors, with these women. They were very willing to contribute to this paper and they saw the importance of it. And as you can see, when you read the paper, we are not anonymizing, anonymizing the name of the organization. We are talking about the Lebanese Women Angel Fund and Lebanese League for Women in Business because all the respondents wanted to put the name forward uh, but given that those are busy, 
businesswomen, and many of them are traveling a lot, finding that time to interview them was a challenge. Another challenge was to get this paper out, and this uh, was written during the Lebanese revolution that started in October 2019. It followed the economic collapse of the country, the closing of the banking sector, the COVID pandemic, and the Beirut explosion. So writing this paper under those circumstances and staying focused on it was quite challenging. But my co-authors and I, we were keen to get this paper out despite all the challenges because we believe that such a story should be told. And this is a beacon of hope as it showcases a positive example in those hard times. Another challenge was more theoretical in particular relating to the feminist approach, which is the social constructionist approach used in this paper. And here I want to take this opportunity to thank the reviewers, but also uh, Alistair Anderson, who unfortunately we lost this year, who was editing this paper and his insight helped a lot in bettering the paper. But also I would like to take the chance to Thank two great feminist scholars, Dr. Uh, Charlotte Karam and uh, Susan Marlowe, whose insight and mentoring were key in bettering this paper and pushing us to frame it in a better way or in the best way uh, possible. So this allowed us to use a feminist social constructionist theory to highlight the mechanisms by which the gendering of institutional orders is reconstructed and how and to show how this group of women is taking ownership of their own entrepreneurial femininity. During your research journey, what was your biggest surprise or the most counterintuitive results? I would say that we had two surprises, one while doing the interviews and the other one was with the results. So while doing the interviews, I had the privilege to listen and to get to know more closely and personally the women angel investors in this group. And the stories were amazing. The struggles they had to go through, the hard work they had to put into the labor to break the boundaries and make it in a very patriarchal uh, context was inspiring. Most of them had very few women role models to look up to. And this is why they wanted to make sure that young women entrepreneurs do not face the same hardship as they did. And this was humbling and inspiring to me. As for the results, this idea of legitimacy was very important. So gaining legitimacy for the women entrepreneurs was important and understanding how by expanding the boundaries of the traditional entrepreneurial space and giving that chance and opportunity to young women entrepreneurs through this fund uh, was an essential uh, component of this research and the results were surprising. So following this, these women, young, these uh, uh, young women entrepreneurs were seen as investable, meaning that the people were willing to invest in them. And thereafter, they got funding from other entities. So many of these young entrepreneurs who were unsuccessful in attracting funding at the beginning, and just by being supported by this League of Women Angel Fund, they gained enough legitimacy and become uh, attractive to other investors and leading to some kind of a social transformation on how we see uh, women entrepreneurs. 
What are the main implications of your work for entrepreneurs, managers, policymakers, or practitioners in general? First of all, the results give a preliminary validation of the importance of women-to-women -women support and the impact of such initiatives. So this is an invitation to encourage women funding initiatives as it can gradually change entrepreneurial discourse but, and actions as well. But this should be done at the same time as disrupting and rethinking traditional spaces that are mostly man-led. So it's not enough just to create initiatives only for women, but we have to rethink the traditional spaces in which uh, business as usual is being done. And that would encourage more women to become entrepreneurs as they have role models to look up to and support organizations to foster them and support them. Also, such initiative is a good complement to the current ecosystem as it's expanding it and it's transforming it by disrupting the traditional way things are being done. Hence, the traditional players being incubators, accelerators, angel funds, and other support organizations should question their practices and consider how to become more inclusive. And the Lebanese Women Angel Fund was supported by the World Bank through a private public loan guarantee entity, whereby they were matching each dollar invested and guaranteeing part of the loans given. So this is of interest to policymakers as to show them successful cases and to incite them to invest in such initiatives. So this one was a successful one and in which we see policymakers, the World Bank, investing and uh, reaping the benefits of such investments. And finally, by understanding uh, the challenges and opportunity afforded uh, by such initiatives, I believe that researchers, practitioners and policymakers can capitalize more on such initiatives. So whether it's private or public, they can reverse this gendered power imbalance uh, in a highly gendered risk finance market. So these findings can apply to other developing countries or similar patriarchal regimes and contexts where women in business and investment are subject to gendered institutional constraints. Thanks a lot, Alain, for uh, presenting your paper, Redefining Boundaries, the case of women angel investors in a patriarchal context, and participating to our show. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship-ird.com and on the main podcast platforms.